and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age nine. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous slide, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about a topic that I've been meaning to chat about for a long time. A topic that has been very much in the news. We've seen celebrities talking about this or lying about that. It is something that might strike a chord with so many people because it's been sounding like there's some kind of miracle cure, Ozempic. Today's conversation covers Ozempic and similar medications that have been very much in our news all the rage in the last few years. I will talk about the merits, the disadvantages, some very serious risks of Ozempic and I will also conclude on whether this is a drug I will recommend or whether there are any circumstances where I think somebody should be taking Ozempic. Also and very importantly I will talk about what you should be doing if you're currently on Ozempic, if you're meaning to quit the medication or if you've very recently quit the medication what precautions and what should you be doing to make sure you avoid serious health consequences. In recent years, Ozempic, Wegovi, and all of this type of medication that are all semaglutide have gained attention not only as a treatment for type 2 diabetes, but also as a potential weight loss solution. And many celebrities have admitted using it to shed a load of weight, while some, of course, have lied about using it and kind of, you know, you know, the, you know the drill. And while the drug has shown some successes in reducing body weight, it is essential to critically examine whether the advantages and the risks associated with its use are what we should be doing as a long-term weight loss strategy. Ozempic was originally developed to help control blood sugar levels in individuals who have type 2 diabetes and its journey into becoming this weight loss drug, like many other drugs, came by chance. During clinical trials for diabetes management, the researchers found that significant weight loss was being experienced by the participants, sparking this big interest in the potential for this drug to be dual-purpose application, not just as a drug for type 2 diabetes, but also for weight loss. And the discovery prompted some healthcare professionals to explore its potential as a weight loss aid for individuals who have not got diabetes. The medication works by reducing appetite and increasing the feeling of feeling full, aiding individuals who are taking it to make healthier choices. In the studies on diabetes, it was found that Ozempic could reduce HbA1c levels and therefore improve overall glycemic control. 
It's a once weekly injection, which makes it much more convenient than having to take daily medications. In a semaglutide treatment effect in people with obesity trial, Ozempic exhibited substantial weight loss results, meaning that the participants lost an average of 15 to 20%, making it look like a very promising option for those struggling with obesity. And I would like to look at some of the advantages of Ozempic as a weight loss tool. There is no denying that there are some advantages to taking Ozempic, but before I talk about these, it's important to stress that this is a medication that is supposed to be a lifelong medication when right now there are not many research on such long-term lifelong usage of the drugs. There is 60 to 65% weight regain if someone stops using the medication. Let me just repeat that. This is a lifelong medication. And if you stop using it, there is 60 to 65% weight regain. Let's look at some advantages of Ozempic. Some studies suggest cardiovascular benefit, including reduced risk of heart attacks and strokes, which obviously adds to the appeal of this drug. It's important to stress that whatever weight loss method you undergo and you lose the weight, you will have some cardiovascular benefit. So this is not something that is just exclusive to Ozempic. Taking Ozempic can help to suppress the appetite. This is because it mimics the effect of GLP-1, a hormone that helps to regulate blood sugar levels and appetite. And by activating the GLP-1 receptors, Ozempic can reduce feelings of hunger, aiding in portion control and overall calorific intake. Again, this isn't something I'm overly impressed with because eating low-carb meals and fasting can get the same effect when you're in ketosis. If you're low-carbing and you're in ketosis, hunger is gone. So, and also appetite is suppressed and you eat less. So this is not something overly impressive or exclusive once again to Ozempic. Ozempic can improve blood sugar level. And like I said earlier, it was originally designed for diabetes management and therefore helps to regulate blood sugar levels. This benefit is especially valuable for individuals who struggle with weight gain due to insulin resistance or diabetes. Again, I'm not jumping and I'm not that excited about this benefit because once again, if you're eating low carb and you're doing intermittent fasting or doing extended fasting, you will be able to control your blood sugar and even reverse type 2 diabetes. Another advantage of Ozempic is steady weight loss. Clinical trials have shown that individuals using Ozempic experience steady and significant weight loss over time. And this can obviously be very encouraging if you're trying to lose weight, especially if you've struggled with yo-yo dieting. And it's always exciting to see the weight loss continuing. However, once again, in many weight loss methods that you use, including low carb and intermittent fasting, you will have steady weight loss. Another advantage of Ozempic is the fact that you just take an injection once a week, which is easy to administer. You take the injection, you forget about it. And this is obviously an easier route compared to some daily weight loss medications or having to do something every day. I'm very much aware that even when I'm talking about the advantages of Ozempic, my bias about this drug is very much in evidence. And perhaps 
you will understand that a bit more when I talk about what I see as disadvantages or some major risks with Ozempic. The demand for this drug, which was designed for people who have got type 2 diabetes, and now this demand for weight loss has meant that those people who desperately need this medication to control their type 2 diabetes are struggling to find it and struggling to have access to a medication that is supposed to help their serious illnesses. One of my biggest concerns with Ozempic is that it is a relatively new player in the weight loss arena. Therefore, the long-term safety concerns and potential unknown risks have not been sufficiently researched or monitored for me to feel comfortable with this medication. One of the major drawbacks of relying on Ozempic for weight loss is the scarcity of long-term data on its safety and efficacy in non-diabetic individuals. Most studies conducted on the drugs weight loss effect have been relatively short term, leaving uncertainties about its impact on the body when used over extended periods of time. And the absence of robust long-term data raises serious concerns about the potential for unforeseen complications and adverse effects further down the road. And continued research is needed to keep assessing these potential risks, some of which I'll come to talk about, as well as benefits over extended periods. There are some serious side effects when taking Ozempic, as much as 50% of users may experience nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. Some of these are so severe that they disrupt daily life. There are also other very serious gastrointestinal issues with Ozempic, even those needing major surgery or even life-threatening. Let me just repeat that. Serious issues needing surgery, major surgery, or even life-threatening. These have been attributed to Ozempic, such as paralysis of the stomach, bowel obstruction, and pancreatitis. In October 2023, a research published in the medical journal JAMA confirmed these serious consequences of Ozempic, including paralysis of the stomach, bowel obstruction, and pancreatitis. Also, very serious gastrointestinal issues that might require serious surgery or might even cause death and be life-threatening. These are scary stuff. There are also some major concerns about the impact of Ozempic on thyroid function. Some studies have raised concern about its safety in humans, particularly over extended periods of use. Although these findings are not conclusive, they underscore the need for careful consideration before embracing Ozempic as some kind of wonder drug or some routine weight loss strategy, especially with the risk of thyroid cancer. Ozempic can also have a massive impact on kidneys, leading to kidney damage, kidney diseases, or even kidney failure. There are also concerns that Ozempic can cause gallbladder diseases. Many times on this podcast, I have talked about the importance of maintaining strong muscles, especially as we grow old. 
Muscles are important to allow us to function and to do the basic things that we need to do on a daily life in order to have a reasonable standard of living, especially as we grow older. And it has been found that the weight loss in Ozempic consists of around 40% loss of muscles. 40% loss of muscles. So instead of just concentrating on the bad stuff, which is losing the fat, Ozempic also causes you to lose muscles. And I'll come on to talk about this later on on the podcast when I talk about what to do if you've just recently come off Ozempic or planning to come off it, or you know someone who is taking it and need to be taking very serious precautions. 40% loss of muscles is a huge amount of muscles when everything about life and healthy living need muscle maintenance in order to function. And why on earth would anybody want to lose muscles? It doesn't even make sense because muscles increase our metabolism at rest, meaning that you're losing more weight. Also, no one wants to be frail and weak when we should all be concentrating on building muscles to look leaner, to stay stronger, to avoid falls that can be a big recipe for rapid decline in old age. We keep on going on about having to do those strength training exercises, having to lift weight, having to use resistant bands, having to use your body weight to do exercises, to increase your muscles and to do all those things. And now you have got a weight loss medication that means you're losing 40% of muscles. This is astonishing. And I simply cannot believe that this medication is being used by people to lose weight. And instead of losing fat, they're losing very life essential muscles. It's also important to stress that because some people are buying Ozempic online rather than true medical professionals, there have been incidents of fake and dangerous drugs being sold. This is really scary stuff. There are people who have bought things they thought were Ozempic and were injecting these things into their bodies only to find out they've been injecting insulin and all sorts of things. With all the press about this medication as some kind of wonder drug, people are desperate. People are desperate to lose weight and I totally, totally get that. And their desperation have meant that people are asking their friends overseas to buy Ozempic for them, to ship Ozempic to them and all sorts of things. And therefore buying dangerous drugs that they don't even know what's in them and injecting these into their bodies every week. So if you're going to use Ozempic, goodness me, by all that is good in the world, make sure you get it from your doctor or healthcare practitioner. Please don't buy something from the internet or ask people to send you stuff from overseas when you don't even know what you're taking and injecting into your body. Ozempic is obviously very expensive, especially as health insurance plans are reluctant to cover its use for weight loss purposes. And this financial burden may limit access for some individual, impacting their ability to incorporate this medication into their weight loss journey. Even if Ozempic becomes available on the NHS for prescription for weight loss, the cost of the medication on an already strained NHS should raise some major concerns. 
Once again, it's important to remember that this medication is meant to be for lifetime, to be used all your life. And if it is not used for a lifetime, there's a regain of 60 to 65%. So would I recommend Ozempic to anyone? You will not be surprised having heard this podcast so far. You will not be surprised at all to hear me say that whilst I agree that Ozempic may offer some weight loss benefit for some individuals, injecting a drug for the rest of your life is definitely not the answer. Weight loss should be approached holistically considering all the factors we talk about on this podcast, which would definitely include things like making changes on the food we eat, which like I have said in other podcasts, can amount to up to 90% of weight loss. 90% of weight loss is dependent on what you put in your mouth. Also making the kind of lifestyle changes that we talk about on this podcast. Relying on a medication designed for life without addressing the root causes of obesity may lead to a false sense of security and neglect essential lifestyle changes. Okay, so would I recommend Ozempic as a long-term weight management tool? My answer is sadly no. However, I appreciate that there might be individuals in life-threatening situations where they must absolutely lose weight immediately. Perhaps in those circumstances, those exceptional circumstances, the risk of death might outweigh the risks posed by Ozempic. Either way, I truly believe that the use of Ozempic as a weight loss strategy is a topic that warrants very careful consideration and scrutiny. And while the drug has demonstrated effectiveness in shedding weight, its associated risks, side effects, some of the very serious risks, even life-threatening effects that I've already mentioned on this podcast and the lack of long-term data should give potential users food for thoughts. Do your research. Weight loss should be pursued through sustainable evidence-based methods that prioritize overall health and well-being. If you're currently taking Ozempic and it's working for you, that's great. But I still believe you should very carefully consider an exit plan and doing the sorts of things we discuss on this podcast, which would encourage sustainable weight loss without reliance on drugs. It is also very, very, very important if you're currently on Ozempic to concentrate on strength training exercises that will help you to build those 40% muscles that you're currently losing by being on Ozempic. Also, eating good quality animal proteins to proactively rebuild the muscle losses whilst you're on Ozempic. And if you're thinking about going on Ozempic, please, please, I urge you to do your research. I know you've got to do what you've got to do, but think about it, think about it, and think about it some more. If you've recently come off Ozempic, all I can say is well done for coming off that medication and know that there are other ways that you will still continue to lose the weight, continue to lose substantial and sustainable weight. Also, please look into the muscle building exercises. Do whatever you've got to do. Lift weight. Do those strength training exercises. Prioritize protein, good protein like beef, liver, mackerel, sardines, salmon, 
all the good proteins, eggs, have all the good proteins that you need to keep rebuilding all the muscles that you've lost whilst you were on Ozempic. So, this podcast is not all doom and gloom. If Ozempic isn't the answer to weight loss, what is the answer to weight loss? All the 20 secrets to weight loss we discussed in episode 3 of the podcast still apply. And everything we talk about on this podcast, including eating low carb with good animal proteins, good fats, avoiding processed crap, avoiding sugar, avoiding starchy carbohydrates and bad carbs, including some elements of fasting and intermittent fasting on a daily basis, working on your mindset, gratitude, stress management, sleeping minimum seven to eight hours every single night, getting some sunshine, drinking your water, staying consistent, remembering our podcast on consistency, patience and time as a strategy for losing weight, sustaining the weight loss and maintaining forever. And of course, very, very important, exercising, especially those muscle building, strength training exercises that will not only help you lose even more weight, will help you stay strong and lean and will help you to live a very good life, especially as you grow older. You can absolutely crush this. This has been a very serious podcast to record and is something that I am absolutely very passionate about. The more and more and more I researched the Zumpig, the more I was terrified for all the people who are taking it and the more certain I was that this is not the solution to our obesity crisis. If there is a magic pill out there, a magic tea, a magic anything that will overnight change the obesity crisis, I will be the first person screaming about it from the rooftop because I know the misery, I know the consequences, and I know what it feels like to desperately want to lose weight. I am so sorry, Ozempic is not the answer. I have tried as much as possible on this podcast not to go on a massive rant about Ozempic. I just got really, really angry that this is out there being touted as this wonder drug. Even in some places in the US, this drug is being allowed for children. Can you imagine children being told that the answer to obesity is to have an injection that they have to inject for the rest of their lives? This is so desperately sad. Instead of having the education in our school system every single day, making good nutrition a priority in our lives, making good nutrition something that is affordable for everyone, making the kind of information we share on this podcast something that everyone from a young age knows about and can implement into their lives. Instead of giving people the reasons and the knowledge and the information and the good science and the good research of what will make us not only to lose weight, sustain the weight, but also improve our mental and physical health. Some medication is being touted as a solution. I am so sorry this is not the solution. But you know what? Thousands and millions and so many of you out there 
are doing what you've got to do for you and your family to be the best health, to lose the weight, to have your better health, to reverse type 2 diabetes, to reverse high blood pressure, to reverse aches and pains, reverse arthritis, reverse all sorts of ailments and to live a better, healthier life without relying on medication. And you know what? Together, we will all continue to smash it. We've got this. We're totally doing this. We are doing this. We've got this. We are doing this. And on that positive note, that is all I have for you today. I thank you so much for joining me. And I hope to see you next week on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a great week and take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends, and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social, my Instagram is Bells Low Carb World. That is B E L E S Low Carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.